everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sunny Side Up. Today you are here with your host Jen and something a little bit different this week. Nomi will actually not be joining me today, but I do have a special guest who is going to help me with today's topic that we'll be tackling and that is my sister Eleanor. Welcome Eleanor. Hello, it's great to be on board today. And it is great to have you here. (laughs) So today we are talking about a topic I think most people can relate to. Fear is certainly something I think each and every one of us have faced in um, a certain period of our life or even just on a day-to-day basis. It's something that we do definitely come in contact with. The reason I brought Ellie along is um, we've probably had fairly similar experiences in terms of facing fear in our lives and I really wanted her to come on and bring um, some of her experience to the table today. So let's just open it up, Elle. Um, I'd love to hear your personal experience, a time in your life, and I know it wasn't just one single day or period of your life, it was actually quite an extended time, mm-hmm. like we're talking about years. But can you tell me a bit about what was happening in your life at the time? Like how did this fear manifest and how did it affect your day-to-day functioning? For me, it was like this sudden experience of like, it felt like a sound wave that just came and hit me and suddenly this irrational fear just was implanted in my heart. Wow. And at the time I was probably in about grade four. So you're quite young. Quite young. I was actually during a school assembly we were wow. singing the national anthem <laughs> and then fear came knocking. At the time there was nothing really that would indicate an open door for fear to enter, mm-hmm. um, no certain triggers or anything like that. And I, I didn't really have understanding of what was happening at the time. I didn't feel like I really had the resources to know what to do with it. And I found that Um, It affected so much of my daily life. So I had so much anxiety and self-consciousness around um, anything to do with social events. Um, Things like doing a speech was like so frightening that um, often I would get into a character. That's why I started to love acting because I was like, this is a way to mask my fear and what's going on. I wanted to try and hide um, behind. Yeah, I didn't want anyone to know what was going on. And so, yeah, I feel like it definitely shut me out for a period. Didn't really know how to reach out to people at the time. And yeah, it just felt like every, it affected my every day and every moment. Um, And just learning how to suddenly, like it was like I'd entered this dark valley and didn't know where at all to go with it. Wow. So I want to hear from your side of things. Was yours also uninvited and like unexpected did it come suddenly for you or was it a different process I would say yes it was unwelcome and it did kind of come at a time I wasn't expecting I had spent three months in Africa with you you were with me me and great um, Eleanor for those who don't know we went to Africa for a period of three months this was back in 2012 Um, we were part of a mission school in Africa in Mozambique and it was a wonderful time I really Mm. felt like I opened up my heart to God in a very new way. And that was a really flourishing time for me. But um, when I came back, I would say probably about three months after coming back from Africa, 
all of a sudden, and for me, it, it manifested one morning, I just woke up and there was this really horrible word in my head. And I had this condemning voice, which mm. said, you are going to wake up every day of your life with this word in your head. I won't repeat it, obviously, on <laughs> air, but that brought so much fear in that moment. For the next two weeks, it was just like this fear would, would come in the morning and just, yeah, mm. basically scare me. And I felt if I didn't listen to it, then you know, I, I couldn't go on. So it kind of started out as that. And I would say it just got even more intense. If the best way I can describe it, it was like someone had a fear dial that they could have access to whenever they liked. And they would dial it up to like the highest magnitude. And I would just be crazy with fear. It was almost like the enemy had come in, reached his hand in. And like my fear was so crazy. It played on my Um, very perfectionistic nature so everything had to be perfect but this was to like a really unhealthy degree and towards the end of that time I really was not functioning at a at a basic level because it had driven me into this really unhealthy mindset my brain actually just got so tired because it was constantly bombarded and compounded with this fear I knew it was it was not good what was happening and yet there were so many unknowns I'd come back from Africa and now this had happened and I didn't recognize the specific open door similar to you and I think at this point it's really good to point out that like you had come from a place of such faith and then fear came knocking and for all of those out there like we we're at a time in our lives where we couldn't it's like the prime <laughs> yeah we were at the prime of our life and connected with the lord and even in a place of faith fear can come knocking but that's not the end no. of, of our story and just to i guess i guess debunk that lie that you know there has to be some kind of sin or something wrong with you for fear to come in no it can happen to the best of us even that's right even from like where you were at in a place of faith, then to have to deal with fear and then come back into that place of um, wholeness and freedom. And also I just found your story really interesting because it was like one thought and then how the enemy could just dial that up at different times. Cause I definitely had that same experience where some, sometimes it was okay and the dial would go up and I felt like I didn't have any control over that dial. And then it would feel so overwhelming I didn't know what to do with it. I think we should look at like our relationship with God at that time. Yeah, I think it would be a great place to continue on our stories because just like Ellie has mentioned, we were both women of faith at that time. We were both Mm. following the Lord. And I think, yeah, people would be interested. Like how how was our faith affected during that time? I have to be so honest with you. Be honest. Um, (laughs) My relationship with God at the time probably... When I that fear came knocking, I felt like it brought out all the doubts that I had around God yeah. and his goodness um, and also like his faithfulness to actually come through for me. I felt like at the time it really shook me. It shook yeah. the roots. And because it happened at some, such a young age, um, I feel like when I was younger, I probably like lived my faith out of my parents' faith because wow. they became... Um, Christians when we were little and I kind of lived off that but it hadn't really become real and personal until um, fear came into my life and it really showed me that do I really hold that foundation that God is good that um, he is faithful that 
he can drive out fear that all of those truths of the word hadn't fully been implanted in me at that time. So I definitely, definitely doubted (laughs) that God would come through for me. But ultimately, like I remember the valley got so dark, I thought of, um, you know, committing suicide and ending my life. But then there was that little seed of hope, that little like voice in my head that I could just that sense of God in my life. And I was like, I cannot do this. Like, I don't want to live right now, but he is my last hope. Like he is the last straw for me. And I just couldn't give up that last little bit of hope. So I feel like in terms of my experience, I definitely didn't feel very faithful um, towards God in terms of you're actually going to come through for me. For me, it felt like it was God being faithful to me in a place where I didn't have the faith. And um, I feel like that's such a big part of my story was that ultimately when I felt like I couldn't get freedom, he fought to he the very wow, and and that picture and that's 11 years guys and Come I was on. like getting so used to living with this fear I actually didn't think um I would know a life without that fear but God all that time was already working already bringing um things in place that would bring me to that place of freedom that I didn't know at the time wow and so I just want to encourage the audience if you feel like you don't actually have any faith to believe in it that doesn't change the nature of God's goodness and his faithfulness to come through for you. Wow. And I love that part about your story. I mean, even though things would have been tested, your faith would have been shaken. It was almost like having the Holy Spirit as a seal on your arm. It was like a something protecting you. Um, had you not had God in your life, like I don't know if you could testify whether or not you would have acted on those thoughts. But in exactly. a way... God protected you. The Holy Spirit was playing a role in your life. And I think that's something really beautiful to draw out because oftentimes we don't feel like our faith is strong. Like we feel weak. We feel, you know, like we're probably disappointing God. But I think we need to see a loving father that's always pursuing us during that time. And he's watching over us even when it doesn't feel like it. And Mm -hmm. even when you know, we have to come out the other end and realize like, wow, God protected me during that time. It may not feel like it, but God is with you. And in Elle's story, we can just see he protected her. He was like that seal on her arm. And I'm so glad he did because you're here today and you're a beautiful woman of God with a beautiful heart. And it's such an honor and privilege to be able to, to talk and just hear your heart and your experience. And I think um, coming from that place of fear and journeying with it, like the foundation I now have with God is so strong. Like I know I could never um, deny him or walk away because he was the one that was there in the darkest of valleys and never left me. When I felt like other people didn't know how to respond to me or how to reach out, he was always there. I could cry. I could let it all out. I could you know, have my little plea going up to him. And he was, he was constantly, constantly for me. So Jen, how about you? What was um, your relationship with God at the time? And what did it look like for you? Did you also battle with doubts? I think for me, and I feel like I've become more of a visual person over the years, the best picture I can um, paint an answer to what you've just asked is that it was almost like in the middle of that fear, I almost felt like this 
weakened skeletal version of myself and the picture I have (laughs) of my relationship with God it was just like this thin skeletal weak arm like reaching out and it it felt like I was holding on by a thread but like God's arm was stronger and bigger and and grasping mine and so even though it felt like I was slipping and falling like he never let go and I think the driving force for me was just that that hope in a God that was bigger than me. Like even on my darkest day, I always, when I looked deep inside myself, it was like the Holy Spirit was like, you can have hope. And even though I didn't necessarily believe it, similar to your story, I feel like that underlying thing, like having the Holy Spirit in there when I was just in this weakened and frail state and knowing that he wouldn't let go, even if even if I did, he would catch me anyway. And wow. so that really held me during those times because I would say too, like my ability to draw near to God, to invest in my relationship with God was, it was different. I would say I was still investing into that, but I was also spiraling down very fast towards the end. But I'd say God never left my side. And even when it felt despondent and despairing that that glimmer of hope it's almost like when a candle is almost out and there's just that tiny flicker like it was always there and I would have to say confidently the reason I'm sitting here today is because I had the Holy Spirit similar to you I remember having suicidal thoughts but that that hope inside of me would not let me do something it wouldn't let me like take my life and so yeah, I have to give the glory and the honor and the thanks to God that it was his Holy Spirit inside of me that protected me, I think, during Mm. that that darkest time. And also the big, strong hand of my loving daddy God would refuse to let go of me, even if I gave up hope for myself. I love, I have to say, that analogy of the skeletal arm (laughs) is just so accurate. I don't know if um, anyone out there agrees, but it's so true. And it just reminds me of like the mustard seed of faith. It can be so tiny. That's a tiny, tiny seed, but it's enough. (laughs) But the product of that seed is massive. And I feel like that was so in our stories. We had the tiniest little amount of faith, but the outcome and the result because of God's faithfulness, even in the tiniest of like glimmers of hope, like God came through in miraculous ways and brought us um, to our freedom. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're probably coming to um, the end of our session today, but very briefly, Elle, what would you say were some of the key things um, that you can look back now and recognize, yeah, fear had come in and had taken a hold. It was pretty immediate for me, but the definitely one of the key factors with fear is it's irrational. Yeah. And I think the reason why it's like that is because when we have rational thoughts, we can control them, but fear is something that we feel like we cannot control. So it often comes in that flow of irrationality. So we're thinking things that are actually... Um, magnified or just completely out Out, there out of of context context. yeah um and as a result I feel like it makes you go very internal it's very easy to go very internal um to suddenly not have the capacity to do normal activities or daily functioning or even you know your interactions with people that even affected the way I could reach out to other people so I became 
yes, very internal, had irrational thoughts. And it also made me change the way I was living because now I couldn't just go through my day normally. It meant like I literally was trying to protect myself every day. Like, what can I do to try and prevent that dial from going up? Is there any way like maybe I'll avoid that social interaction or like just sit over here or like, how can I, how can I deal with this? And so it actually made me like go from a mindset of like just living each day to like, how can I just get through today? How can I survive today? Um, So that's just a few things for me that it looked like. How about you? I'd say going on from what you've said, it was almost like those things that were easy for you to do in life. All of a sudden they became incredibly challenging for me. Like at the end of that period, I could barely like read a book my brain wasn't comprehending like it used to so and that was something I would do quite easily so it was almost as though yeah what was normal and easy became challenging and incredibly hard I think you touched on yeah some really great points about fear being irrational um, and yeah I would say that's probably one of the best descriptions is it comes it's it's not what you would normally think it's kind of like And it usually has like a negative connotation. I'd say like the voice of fear when it comes, it's usually unwelcome. It's usually extremely negative and it always seems to have something attached. Like for me, if you don't do this, then this will happen. So it's kind of like a condemning voice and it's not the voice of freedom. I don't know if any of you can relate to some of these symptoms. And we just want to say you are not alone. Like God is with you and his heart is for you. He wants to to meet you where you're at. He wants to break you free from this fear. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, like, hold on. Hold on to the promises of God. This is not the end of your story. Like, God is right there with you in the middle of it all. He has not left. And he, he just wants to encourage you today. And I want to encourage you to that if you are relating on any level to our stories, that this is not the end, that God has a plan and he wants to break you free. Yeah, no, it is so true. And I think our focus really has been to show you like the nature of God in terms of his ability to fight for you. When you feel like you've lost the fight yourself, you don't have the tools or the strength to keep going. God has more than enough for what you need. His grace is truly sufficient for you. And so I just want to encourage everyone out there, like if you if you can't have the faith to believe it for yourself, just just I challenge you to look at the goodness of God and his promises in his word and be like, no, this is who my God is right now. This is what my life might look like. But I believe in a God that actually can change that all around for me. Well, on that note, we are going to love and leave you all. We so encourage you, if this has um, spoken to you in any way, listen in for our next episode because we're really going to talk about that journey towards freedom and we're, we're really believing that there will be some breakthrough in there for you. So thank you so much for joining me today, Ellie. I look forward to our next conversation. Me too. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.